Welcome into This Week in Missouri Politics midweek update from our new streaming studios. You'll notice the Missouri Times streaming studios. Innovation we've kind of brought to you, something we think will be really neat and fun. At, at some point, Kelton, my man, is going to have, we'll have a guest here. You can, uh, we'll have people that can join in with us. It'll be great. You're going to love it. Uh, for a minute, we'll tell, take just a second to get some of the kinks out. Um, I uh, let's, let's go through uh, the questions I got. First of all, uh, Ken, my man from the lake, appreciate it. The, he gave me two of these, so you'll see the next one next week. Uh, talks about the, the media campaign from 72,004. Uh, a lot of Gussie Bush stuff in here. Awesome stuff. Thank you, Ken. We'll start an outlet ship to get us started. Uh, let's talk about some stuff. Um, State Senate, how's it shaking out? Uh, I would tell you right now, uh, of the appearances I've had on the show, Cindy O'Loughlin was one of the best appearances I've had by someone. Uh, she's been on before, uh, but but to come on as leader of the Senate, uh, here's the thing. I, I don't think she had a bunch of media training. Uh, maybe she has. I just don't know about it. It's just very natural. Like, I think she actually was saying what she meant, and I thought it went off very well. Uh, I was very impressed by her on the show, and I've interviewed everybody in Missouri politics, and I thought she did very well. Now, you know, what she said was what uh, we'll see. I mean, the... On the one hand, you have folks that I, I'll just give you my rundown of how I think she won. It's a conservative caucus folks that were like, look, anybody but the guy Caleb wants, we're probably going to be for. I think Andrew Canning had an absolute shot to get 12 votes, maybe 13, but she had a better shot to get more, and she did. Um, I think if Andrew would have run, he might have beat her on the first ballot. And it showed some, it showed the kind of, uh, it showed what she's going to need uh, to be a good floor leader. In how she and uh, how she was able to maneuver through Andrew not running and her running. Uh, that's the kind of political talent it takes in the Senate. <clears throat> Once she got in a one-on-one, I think there were some people who were going to vote for her on the first ballot to kind of stay out of the Andrew Burns get her fight, um, and they liked her. And some folks voted were going to vote for her on the first ballot, even if even if it gets candy because they were they were true supporters. Uh, other folks true supporters, but I think they also kind of like not having to pick between the two. Then on the second ballot, I think uh, if it had been Katie Burnsgetter, Burnsgetter probably wins. Um, it, uh, however, uh, um, when it was just one on one, first ballot, you took her first ballot votes, her supporters. Then I think it came down to this: I think the conservative caucus folks that were going to vote for Candy hopped in and voted for her uh, a little bit out of spite, a little bit out of the, that was the person out of the two that was there. They they liked they they liked the best. Then I think what 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 tipped the race though is that there's some folks in that caucus that believe that Senator O'Loughlin might come harder and stick up a little more aggressively to other to, to the conservative caucus, frankly. That's just the truth. I think that some folks think she might be one that pushes back on their behalf more than they have had in the last four years. Now, it's just my white trash take on it. Uh, it here's the thing. You, you heard me say this many times. Looking back, would uh, and, I, and I, you should go to showmissouri.com my interview with Dave Schatz about his whole career. I love talking to Dave Schatz. I'm going to talk to Dave Schatz for two more hours. Um, I I asked him, should you have pushed back harder? In hindsight, I think, yeah, probably he should have initially been more aggressive. However, to pretend that if you're more aggressive with Bill Eigel, that means he's going to fall in line and do what you want, that's not real. Come on, man. As Joe Biden would say, come on, man. Uh, just because you do that doesn't mean that you're going to be, that that's just going to work out and everything's going to be hunky-dory because that's not real life. That's not how... Uh, that's not how things will work. Um, but all that, all that aside, I do believe that, uh, I, I think that, uh, she's going to come in. 
the the thing you're going to see from some of the who voted for her that are worried about. Uh, Senator Laughlin has a reputation wanting to be done early. Now, what I like, she said, is they're going to start on time. There's no reason not to start on time. I've never understood that. They're grown men, grown women. You say you're going to start at four, start at four, right? Really, there's no reason not to. Um, but that's that's kind of her prog. Now, the thing that people, the thing her even supporters are concerned that are going to be watching for is uh, the first time a bill gets jammed up, is she going to want to peek you something? That's going to be a serious thing that she's going to have to, the only way she's going to live that down is by not doing that. Uh, I think the PQ is always a terrible thing. I think everyone, you, everyone I can remember always leads to bad stuff. Don't say gay bill, Kim Gardner, right to work. Up. But just go down through the list of PQs and go down through the list of things that really, the only one I've ever seen that I thought, yeah, you got to do that is when uh, in veto session, Senator Justice said her deal didn't stick for a veto session. Put Senator Dempsey in a terrible spot, but I, I actually that was pretty justified. Uh, the rest of them just blow up. So what? She, how she does things and, and what she does. Um, the thing is, when you win, you, when you're the last one to win a Senate leadership race, all eyes are on you. So the, all eyes are going to be on her and how she handles herself. Um, and it it is the hardest job in state government. It is it is so hard to make the trains run on time and take care of the members and take care of the minority. It is not an, it is the toughest job in politics. And I think everybody's excited to see how she does. Because one thing about Cindy O'Loughlin, she's going to be boring. It's going to be interesting. Uh, and I, and I, just, I, tr- I I'm not a big, I'm not a big believer in pipping out. I mean, I'll tell you about stuff, but I actually want to encourage you to go watch the interview with Cindy O'Loughlin. I, I really, you, you just, when you interview somebody, you feel like they're giving you lines or whatever they've said before. I felt like it was pretty genuine and I thought she came across very well. Now, you know, we'll, like every plan, we'll see how that works once she meets fire uh, and, and pushback, which in the Senate is supposed to come. And here's the other thing about um, the thing, the thing I've, you know, I've said this before, the Senate's supposed to be contentious. It's supposed to be hard to get a bill through the Senate. It's not supposed to be easy. It's going to be very hard to change Missouri law. That's the way it's supposed to be. It's just, be, and, and you run into everyone. And this is the problem for a Nick Shore, for Mary Elizabeth Cole, maybe not quite as much, uh, not really for a Curtis Trent, but you come in there and you believe your bill is important. You work so hard. You get it through the drafted and then through the committee and on the floor, <clears throat> or maybe even through the house. It gets over. It, you've done all this work. You you're, there are people that travel the capital that believe in what you're doing, and it's so hard to remember that whatever your bill is, it's not bigger than the Senate. It is so hard to remember. And and very intelligent, good men and women have had a hard time remembering that. It'll be interesting to see how they deal with how that that dynamic fits with Senator Laughlin. Because I do think J.J. Rizzo is one of the great statesmen of this this century so far for Missouri. I don't think a PQ is going to come at, at his doing. So um, be a lot of bad eyes on who who uh, he passes the torch to when he leaves the Senate. Uh, let's talk about the freshman tour. Okay, I'll be honest with you. I like the freshman tour is a great thing. I think it's a great way. I, there's two ways to learn the state of Missouri. You learn a lot about this on the freshman house tour. And being on the House Budget Committee, you actually do learn everything about state government. Somebody tells you they know state government. If they were on the House Budget Committee, they actually do because they sit in that room and go through every line. The Senate Approves Committee, I'm not going to say they don't read every line, but it's not exactly the same. The House has a very unique function in that House Budget Committee. It's a very big deal, and they take it very seriously, line by line. You learn it all. The fresh mature, though, this fresh mature, it might be the worst. All they're doing is going to the cities. These poor people have signed up for this tour and they're only getting to see like the places where all the crime is. They're not even getting to see 
I mean, they don't get to see Johnson shut-ins. They don't get to see West Butler County. They don't get to see uh, Silver Dollar City. They don't go up and see Scotland County at the at Gary Wiggins Family's Museum. You hate that for them. I tell you what, I'd have been pissed off if I saw that tour list and I came all the way, you know, to Central Missouri to, to get on a bus for a week, and I'm only going to St. Louis, Kansas City. Uh, I think we'd have what if we called back home the red ass. Uh, I mean, seriously, and I mean this to to, to Speaker Designee Plocker, you know, Cameron Bunting Parker. What's about as good as we can do in the boot heel? They don't take her to some ghetto and get her shot because we we don't have a backup that's as good as her. So, like, seriously, I, that that freshman tour, uh, let, go look at some fields, get get some places where I would say where they don't murder people, but I mean, seriously, on the same block, the defunding the police to fund the meter maid scam has you know resulted in two people dead. But um, anyhow, uh, while we're on the subject, sad day, Danny Mac. The voice of the Cardinals. I would just urge you. I would just urge you. I know many people love to jump to conclusions. Let's just see the facts. Someone, I think Andy Arnold sent me a tweet. If this was a Cubs announcer, you wouldn't feel that. No, I wouldn't feel that way. I would feel like they should be gassed before sunset. But it is Dan McLaughlin. He's earned the right to let's see what this case looks like. Let's just look at it. Uh, just because some local city police have been out. If it was a St. Louis County cop. Well, this would have been handled probably far better. But uh, it was a creep core city. I think we got to see what happens here. Let's not jump to conclusions. Let's not left some D-level, what do they call, what do they call Fox Sports now? Bally's, yeah, whatever. Some D-level executive is some fly-by-night company bringing another Wayne Hagen in. Right, Jack? Right, Jack? See, that's the problem. They tried to do this before. I got this cool thing here. You got to realize. Uh, here we go. We got to turn it off. There we go. That's calling the Lou Brock breaking the stolen base record. That's legit knickknacks right there. Uh, speaking of legit, uh, Courtyard by Marriott. If you're on the freshman tour and you're touring some ghetto somewhere in the city, uh, you're dodging bullets and panhandlers and carjackers, just think, you're, when you bring your family to, to Jeff City in a few weeks for the big legislative ball, which is a wonderful night, put them up at the Courtyard by Marriott. And you're going to have to book that now. Don't send them to some D-level hotel. Don't, you know, don't go when you could be going to Shepherd of the Hills or you could be going to one of Missouri's beautiful state parks, which is sort of the equivalent of the Courier by Marriott. Don't go tour some murder scene in one of the cities. That would be sort of like staying at another hotel. You want to stay at a quality hotel. Because trust me, if you're new to this, if someone says, oh, meet me in my hotel, and you're like, the Capitol Plaza is like, ooh. Well, obviously not an A player, uh, D player. Here's a pro tip. If you can't afford the courtyard or you don't know Randolph how to get a hold of him to get like the legit, I mean, they cost, but good stuff costs money, duh. Then go to the courtyard and buy breakfast and pretend you're staying there so you look like you're an A player. Uh, people will kind of know, but but it's way better than saying, oh, meet me at the Doubletree. It's like, wow, JV, holy crap. Um so courtyard by Marriott, go click on right now. You want to reserve? You got to reserve those rooms quick because they go. There is, a, I mean, clearly there is an A level. There's a B level. There's a distinct A level in Jeff City in this courtyard by Marriott. A uh, couple congratulations, Garrett Hawkins, reelected Farm Bureau president, the president of Rural Missouri. Doesn't matter who's in the White House. Garrett Hawkins is my president. Uh, Farm Bureau, the most influential group in the state. 
proves that again and again and again. What a great turnout of folks that go down to Lake for the conference. Great group of real Missouri folks. Um, it, it astonishes me how many folks, even Republicans now, hell, Kelton, even Republicans, they sure enjoy eating lunch. They want to vote against ag in the afternoon, but by God, they're ready for supper. Uh, if you enjoy breakfast, lunch, or dinner, think of farmer, think of Farm Bureau member. And if you like having a decent state that's not a clogged up suburban hellhole, thank Garrett Hawkins. Uh, Blair Oaks, oh my God, you want to talk about schools. Oh my. Blair Oaks, undefeated. I'm not going to say Kelton's team uh, in Southern Boone got their ass kicked, but the scoreboard actually said they got their ass kicked. Shout out to Stephanie Bell. Uh, uh, got her, put her kids in the JV school there in Ashland. Uh, look, I mean, Kelton, you know, your parents did something terrible to you, but you, for your children, can get to Wardsville and go to Titletown. Maybe you could win. New superintendent, their big responsibility taking over. Uh, I got to say, Mark Harvey, great job. Comes in in one year, wins one title. What do you say? If I'm Mark Harvey, I'm like, Mike, drop him out of this. Uh, the new guy I've heard is a great guy. He's a, he's a principal here at Jeff City. Heading out to Titletown. He's joining Coach LePage's team. Uh, my advice would be, you know, if Coach LePage wants it, probably build the dome, right? That's kind of the secret to that success. Um, this week on the show, uh, oh, my buddy Ray Hartman is uh, leaving his radio show. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, Facebook, you see I, I adore Ray Hartman, the St. Louis legend. He is outstanding. I just couldn't think higher of him. Uh, he is a great guy, and he's leaving that show uh, that he's done for a while. Ray's done everything in the media. He's owned stuff. He started the Riverfront Times. He, he started St. Louis Magazine. He's a <coughs> columnist forever, radio show. Did a radio show back in the day with, like, Jack Buck or Bill, Bob Cosner or something awesome. Um, and so, but, but Ray is a great guy and, uh, I love what, whatever Ray does is going to be great. Watch the show this week, this week in Missouri politics, Sunday mornings. Uh, we're going to have, it's kind of a, it's very lawyer centric. Um, we'll have Eric Schmidt on the Senator elect our last show of the year. We always have, on, I've had, we've had Eric Schmidt on our first show in 20 December of 2014 and our last show of the year, every year, every year since, uh, Eric Schmidt has closed out the season of this week in Missouri politics. He will again. Then I'm going to do a show just for Mid-Missouri with, with Wayne Wallingford about veterans. It's going to be really fun. Um, and then we'll take a couple weeks off and ease into the uh, ease into next year. We'll come back fired up, ready to go uh, with some This Week in Missouri Politics episodes. So uh, Eric Schmidt, the uh, the current Attorney General, Senator-elect, and then I don't know what you call Andrew Bailey. Is he the – we had this debate in the office. Is he the Attorney General designee? Okay, you got the you got the attorney general is going to be the senator. That's decided. Now you got the guy that's going to take the job. Andrew Bailey's going to be on. So it'll be back to back, two interviews, no panel to close out the year. I think that's pretty pretty decent show. Uh, pulling the plow for you, Stein and knowledge. Remember, look, take my advice. Take my advice. If there's two things I know, it's hotels and beer. You want to be with the king and beer, Anheuser Busch, and you want to be with the king and hotels and Jeff says courtyard by Marriott. Watch us Sunday morning this week at Missouri Politics. Eric Schmidt, Andrew Bailey, and move back here. Tell me what you think. Send me a message of our new streaming studio. And, and somebody come and sit in this chair. We'll sit and bullshit and talk politics. Until then, we'll see you next week here on This Week in Missouri Politics, Midweek Update.